Today is uh, Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. My name is Joe Batance, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batance. We've been away for a while, but uh, we are back, and we're back to normal now. Things are, for the most part, back to normal, but we'll explain it all right here. That's what happened on the show. It's a personal journal, and all will be explained, all will be revealed on the next episode of This Joe Batance, right here. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of this show, which we call... This Joe Batanz. Uh, today is Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. I am back. Ugh, it's been a long time, people. I know there's been... This, this is this is the first time of a regular thing now. Uh, and I can promise that. Because uh, last night... Yesterday, yesterday evening, right after I finished throwing down, I turned in what is the last of my responsibilities for Spotify. The Spotify thing is not over yet. But my time commitment and what I have to do for it is. So just to fill you in on what happens now is I've basically turned over every element, every loop, every this, every that, everything, everything has been turned over to the sound designer slash sound engineer. <clears throat> Her name is Selena. And she will be taking it and making it sound professional. And great, and uh, an amazing audio. She's going to turn it into that. And um, so from now on, all I do is just listen. She's going to give me a cut sometime early next week, I imagine. <coughs> Sorry, very phlegmy. I've been phlegmy since uh, COVID. Hold on, I don't, you guys don't want to hear this shit. Hold on. And... um. So she's going to give me a, a, a cut next week. Uh, myself and the produ- and the producers will take a listen. We will give notes. She will then implement those notes. We get another cut. We listen to that. That goes to Spotify. They listen. They give notes. I think. I don't know. I, that part is really hazy. But then we just turn in the final product and it's done. Uh, and then the, the last week in June, I'm in downtown L.A., um, but I will have time even to, to do this job of there as well. So, uh, uh, but we'll be downtown LA, uh, for this big Spotify week. And then, um, then it's officially, officially done. So, but in terms of the, yeah, so now, now I can go back to life. I was telling, since you guys are exclusive and expensive, I was just telling my cousin this morning about how now, cause he asked me what I was going to do today. I said, well, now I can actually get back to my life. I was talking about how, there's this app called Lumosity. And Lumosity is one of these like, oh, we measure your um, brain stuff or I don't know what it is. And 
Uh, I actually really like it. The games are really fun, but it's really expensive. They always have sales. So maybe the next time it goes on sale, I'll subscribe, but it's really expensive. And, um, they, uh, the, so one of the games is this one where you have to like swipe whichever way the, the direction that the birds are going. But like this, I think specifically the lead, I can't remember the game at all, but whatever the game is, it's just swiping where the birds, the direction they're going as fast as you can do it. I get like, and it requires hyper focus, like hyper, hyper, hyper focus. Guys, I'm not, I'm legit 99th percentile. They're like, oh my God, 99th percentile. And that's not bragging because on the other end, any game that requires me to use multiple and handle multiple streams of information, I'm horrible. I'm awful. It's like 20th, 25th percentile. They have a few games that require you to, to handle multiple streams of information. I cannot do it. And the way it relates to what we're talking about now, I was talking to my cousin, I was telling him that story, and I was saying how with this Spotify thing or anything in general, I can only give my attention to one thing at a time. I cannot handle multiple attention. So as a result, Afterthought Media has taken a back seat to Spotify. And specifically, I said, the um, exclusive tier uh has really got the shit under the stick because exclusive tier is the one that gets the newest stuff and i haven't been able to really produce new content for the exclusive tier so i have to thank you guys for being so understanding and so um patient with me but it is done this joe batanz is back and i will do as many as i can uh but we'll be back to the, you know, at least three or four times a week. I hopefully we'll do more just to make up for it. But also, <clears throat> um, I'm gearing back up. We need to wrap up, um, murder tonight. I want to finish that season. Uh, so I'm actually going to start working on murder tonight today. And then, um, we have to come back for season four with Tame of the Latte Boy. And we also have to, um, uh, there's another show idea I had. I can't remember what it is, but we have to gear up for that. And so like, it's everything I'm taking the covers off the furniture. Spotify is at long last, uh, pretty much done in terms of time commitment, especially time commitment that interferes with afterthought media. So today I'll get back to work on Murder Tonight and uh, all that jazz. Now, what's going on with me? Well, this morning, let's start. I always have to start in the present and work backwards. I'm sure there's going to be basically a lost month or two where, like, I don't know what happened in my life when I go back and listen. But um, I this morning, I went for a walk early. And I didn't have anxiety this morning. We'll cover this because yesterday I woke up with a great deal of anxiety and I had been waking up with a lot of anxiety. And I slept better than I had less than I had been sleeping the past few days. And I really think it's because of, well, I think it's a couple. I think it's twofold, actually. I think it's um, because of the Spotify thing, my responsibilities with that being done. There's nothing else I can do anymore. But also, uh, that I got to process a little bit the situation with Aiden. And we'll discuss that a little bit more here. But I woke up early. 
went for a walk at 7 a.m., my daily walk, because it's going to be very – it's going to be hot. Not very hot. It's going to be hot today. And I want to – I don't like I don't like the heat. I don't like heat. <clears throat> if I had my way, it would always be foggy and cloudy and 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 like in the low 60s, high 50s every day. But um, so I went early for a walk and did that. And my cousin goes early for a walk at the same time. So he and I talked the entire time I was on the walk. And uh, then after that, I drove to get gas. Gas is crazy here right now. Crazy. I went to like the I went to the cheap place and it was like six twenty a gallon. So I only put in like half a tank. I don't really go many places in, in the hopes that it'll. I don't know. I'm not, it's not going down anytime soon. And uh, then I went and did my ritual, which my cousin laughed at, where I go to McDonald's, but I don't get food. I go to McDonald's and I simply get a large diet Coke. I could I, and I was talking about it. It was super interesting because I realized that I really like the ritual of going to the drive-through and ordering something. It doesn't have to be food. It, it, like I said, it's a, it's a large Diet Coke. I spent $1.10, I get, and that's my reward for finishing the walk. And I was blaming my parents because I feel like my parents, as a child, set up this reward system that if I was good, then I got to go to get something at McDonald's. And I'm, I don't know if it was specifically McDonald's, but, you know, got some sort of fast food treat for, you know, getting good grades or doing something. So I have this reward mechanism in my brain with mcdonald's and so instead of getting uh you know horrible food for you i get and i know my cousin was like no you shouldn't have diet coke okay bitch there's a lot of things i shouldn't be having but so diet coke is a very uh worthwhile trade-off for me so i got the diet coke came back home he and i had a funny conversation about marion williamson mostly about stuff you guys know already but he didn't remember a lot of the stories and then I came back here and I talked to my parents for a little bit. And um, now here we are uh, doing this Joe Batanz. And um, yes, so let's go back in time a little bit now. Let's talk Let's talk about the – I think I've said everything I need to say about the Spotify stuff. I, don't, I can't think of any interesting stories with that. If I do oh, – oh, one interesting story. One interesting story. And I may have told this on Throwing Down actually. I think I did. Never mind. I told the story I'm throwing down about how the producer always gives me feedback and never gives Christian feedback. Um, I think that's super funny. Uh, the reason I think that is, by the way, and I didn't say this I'm throwing down, is that um, uh, the reason I think that is is my show is very, not NPR, but something that an NPR producer, which is the background of this Spotify executive, would be able to comment and relate on more than Christian's chat show. And um, so, and also it sounds like Christian's chat show, from something Christian was telling me yesterday, again, I, I know a lot of you hate Christian. And I think a lot of the connection I have to Christian is he reminds me a lot of myself when I used to do catching up in the early, 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 early days where I was just trying to be outrageous for the sake of being outrageous. And so yesterday, Christian was telling me about uh, how Lee told him, Lee's the name of the executive, uh, well, Lee told them through their producers 
they might want to consider taking this out. And it was some sort of joke Christian made about the Underground Railroad in relation to uh, Jay Curves' pussy. And I was like, this is just him being outrageous. Because he's not even a comedian. Does that make sense? Like a person who's a professional, not, not even professional comics. Honestly, they're stupid too. Um, but like, I don't know. It just sounds ridiculous. I'm just trying to be shocking for shocking sake. Anyway, so that's the end of Spotify stuff. Aiden stuff. Um, you know, I said a lot of what I had to say yesterday. I, I, I guess this gives me more of an opportunity to, to sort of like vent and process in real time here and be a little bit more open than I was on throwing down. But, you know, I don't know how to put it. Here's some of the things I've been struggling with is <clears throat> he has been, he's been sort of a, a, of a mess for like a year, but there are, you know, good days and bad days and whatnot. And I will say, I think the good news with this is he's finally, it's not that he didn't try and get a therapist, but his luck with finding a therapist has not been good. It feels like, you know, during the pandemic and when he first started looking, it was hard to find a therapist, especially one that took his insurance. And then he tried BetterHelp, but he wasn't really connecting with BetterHelp. Not with BetterHelp, but with that therapist. And, you know, the tricky thing is when you're depressed is like, that's the funny part is you kind of need a husband, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife to be there and help you manage. Because, like, when you're depressed, when you're going through it, the last thing you want to do is make decisions and have to find the right therapist. And so you need someone, at least when you're in the thick of it, to help you manage that stuff. You know, just help you get your head above water. And that's sort of where we fail in the mental health system in this country, is that like, I'm with Kaiser, and I know Kaiser has a lot of problems. Christian's going through those problems right now. But one of them is with the mental health is that you just call one number, and then they call you, and they set it up. But with, you know, Aiden has a more traditional insurance plan, and he, I mean, he has to do everything. And I don't know. So, uh, but he finally, finally, finally found a therapist that he really has connected with. And she really challenges him, which is really good. But I think what's happened is when you find that therapist, and to me this is the proof that she's good, is that all that black sludge that you were dealing with, that you were repressing, which, and girl, Adam Deem is a white boy, like a white boy, like nobody's white boy, in that all these feelings are repressed. And so when that sludge comes up and you vomit it up and you look at what you're vomiting up, it can scare you and what you have to deal with and, and show and challenge you with what you have to deal with. And that's kind of what he's going through. And he, he had confessed so much as in some way, he had confessed as much to me, uh, over the past few weeks when dealing with the therapist, but it seems like it's really come to a head. My other theory, if I'm being an armchair psychologist, is, and again, I don't remember how much of this I shared on Throwing Down, but is Aiden is very, very sensitive to his circadian rhythms. And what I mean is, I think that he's the kind of person, and I'm actually kind of like this too, 
you need to have a very traditional, not necessarily nine to five, but you can't work early mornings and you can't work late nights. It's just not his constitution. And I've noticed every time he goes through some emotional turmoil, there's a couple of things at play. A, he uh, has to work crazy hours. So when he was at Starbucks and he was, they were having him open and then he went to a new Starbucks and because the other one opened at like 5.30 a.m., which was, I guess, kind of doable for him. But then the other one he went to opened at like 3.30 or 4. And so he was having to get there even earlier than that. And he was in this crazy schedule. And it just, it's actually what launched this crazy spiral, to be honest. And then he quit that and he went to some normal job, but then he really wanted to cook. And so he went to work at this restaurant against the better advice of myself and his father. And what we had said was, because he was going back to school, go back to school, just finish your two years at community college. And then after that, go work at the restaurant. And if you decide that's the career for you, that's the career for you. But if not, then you can always transfer to a four-year or transfer to four-year and then go work in a restaurant. Whatever you want to do, but just do one thing at a time. And he chose not to listen to us. And so he's been going to school full-time, taking a full load, plus working at this restaurant. Now, I think when he was – I think it was hard on him. But when he was a dishwasher, I think that it was not as much responsibility, you know? But – a few week, a couple of weeks ago, and this is when this started, one of the cooks got COVID and they bumped up Aiden to the line. So for the past couple of weeks, he's been working the line. I don't know if he'll still continue to work the line when this guy comes back, but, um, and then handling that, and he had to go in earlier and stay later and then balancing that with school and then the drudgery that's coming up with therapy. I think a lot of this has come to a head and this boy cannot handle this shit um so remember I, when we were talking on throwing down i told you know sweet michael had said do you think the therapist uh told aiden that you're grooming him or that you groomed him by the way aiden's never brought that up in fact aiden has said the opposite according to aiden he has not even really brought me up in therapy that he has much bigger issues to deal with and that the therapist knows he has a boyfriend and is in a relationship, and that's for the from what I know, personally, the only thing that she knows. Maybe she knows a little bit more, but I don't know. But I told Taylor, look, I have thoughts on this, but I'll tell you afterwards. So Aiden and I have had the grooming conversation multiple times. Uh I've always wanted to check in. And we are both on the same page. He does not feel he was groomed. But also, and this is sort of the controversial thing. This is where Joe Batant says his controversial thing. I'll be honest with you. Now, first of all, let's talk about me and Aiden specifically. If I'm grooming Aiden, I am the worst groomer in the history of groomers. Now, I will say, unfortunately, for exclusive tier, that is more of an expensive tier topic. And we will talk about that probably I'll maybe be this month's secret show. But um, so I'll just leave that at that. I'm the worst groomer. I'm a groomer. But... uh. The other thing, though, too, is, and this is what I talked to Taylor about, and I don't want to give Taylor's opinion because I don't want to speak for Taylor, but I think that gives a hint of what his opinion is. Um, but I do think, um, okay, here we go. 
Um, I do think that grooming has become the sort of fucking buzzword of the day. And I, I think it has to do with the, the increasing, um, infantilization of our youth. I'll just say in that grooming, the original definition, I have it here. It has to do with grooming and predators with children. Okay. And so, um, so Aiden and I didn't start talking like when he wasn't a child, right? Aiden and I didn't even start talking romantically until he was well after 18 years old. Well, after. Oh, well, that's going to do it for today. I said we were on a traditional. This show pretends today, so that's it for today. Tomorrow we will pick this up, but I think you get the sense of where I'm going. It just seems that everything now is grooming. And no. And I'm not talking about me specifically, not with Aiden, because he and I have discussed this. But like, I've seen things in the news where it's like, I, he groomed me when I was 22. I'm like, no, he didn't. You're 22. All right, that's going to do it for this Joba Tance right here on Thought Media. You're so funny.